Freestyle. You know what I like? I like going to a baseball game, sitting in the batter's box, or sitting behind the batter's box. When the pitch you get up in that bitch. And I just start screaming out, hey, batter, batter, hey, batter, batter, hey. Hey, say, hey, batter, batter, hey, batter, batter, hey. Go swing that shit, swing that shit, dog. Yeah, yeah. Go swing that shit, swing that shit, dog. Then, then you surprise everybody because it's a motherfucking white sport and stuff. It's always people cut out down the field. Go, hey nigga, nigga, hey. Nigga. <laughs> Jokes. Oh man, how y'all doing this Friday? Might not even make it to Friday. I am excited because here's something I heard. So. I am going to get some of my cars removed when I say this, but I'm going to try to redeem myself, right? I have not been listening to Kendrick Lamar ever. I missed his whole first two albums. And now I'm out here playing catch up. I did hear Damn. And I listened to Damn for... A few weeks. I liked a few songs on it, but it was a new artist. He was a new artist to me when he did Damn. To me, he was a new artist. He wasn't a new artist, but to me, he was a new artist. And I just remember that Damn came out, one, two, three, four houses ago. (laughs) I move a lot. (laughs) Um... So damn came out four. Or we could say damn came out one, two, three studios ago. Yeah, when damn I was three studios ago is when damn came out. Um, because I had two home studios. No, I had three home studios, and then I moved out here. So yeah. So anyway, but yeah, Kendrick Lamar is out. He's going to come out with another album in about a month, a little bit less than a month from now. And that's dope. I think that's dope because uh, we need some lyricists to pop some shit off. I've been working on shit myself. Um, I don't. I haven't laid anything down yet, but I should. I probably would drop. I'm, I'm still in my doctorate program right now, but I'm probably going to drop somewhere around six to seven songs um this year maybe 10 i don't have the energy to do it but i have the thoughts to do it i have the lyrics to do it and i've already basically set the beats aside all i need is a good two weeks of being able to breathe and then I put album. I, I put those songs. I mean, I do the songs and then put a project around it or something like that. I I, I have some things that I'm doing. Um, my whole studio is doing so. 
Uh, we're working on that stuff, and I, I get to that in the future sometime. But Kendrick Lamar coming out with an album, especially to me, because it seems he's going to have three stacks on this album. And I'm anticipating that. Um, someone put out that three stacks has is retiring officially um, a couple of days ago. Today is April 19th, so... Um, this upcoming Friday will be farther away than April 19th. What's the day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? That'll be three days from now. Carry the one. It'll be like April the 22nd. So somewhere around there. Um, <clears throat> But earlier this week, someone announced that Andre 3000 is officially retired. So that will. <laughs> um, we need some lyricists to come out with some shit. And... The fact that uh, I have not heard the thing he did with Donda um, because I don't listen to Donda. I don't listen to Kanye. I stopped listening to Kanye when he put that red hat on. Um, I mean, he has old stuff that I will probably put on, but right now I'm not listening to him and anything after TLOP I won't listen to ever because I refuse to put more money towards him. Um, and I say that now, so I make it so definite and watch it in the future, 10, 15 years from now, I pull out like Kanye West's, um, new album from 2037 or something like that. Anyway, Andre's supposed to be, or at least it's rumored out there, has done songs with, um, uh, Kendrick Lamar and Eminem this year. And they're supposed to be out on the albums. And since uh, Kendra is the artist that I'm going to pick up this year, he's it's, it's going to be my first time listening. I'm actually going back and getting the whole discography of Kendrick's. Um, I don't think there was anything bad I heard on the other school albums. I just didn't pay attention to him when I listened to him. I paid attention to Damn. But... He was also a new artist, and it was like, I have to get acclimated to what he's talking about in order to understand it. Like, um, so it's a difference to me. Like, and I'm going to go back to Kanye West. Kanye West came out with Jesus, right? Um, a lot of people listened to Jesus and hated that shit the first time they heard it. Listened to it again. And it's like, uh, it might not be so bad. Listen to it again. It's like, it's not so bad. And then listen to it again. And like, okay, it's all right. It's all right. And then listen to it a couple more times, three, four, five years later. Oh, that shit is fire. Nah, I don't do that. So <laughs> when you put out an album, if I don't rock with you at all, I'm going to listen to the album. I need about two songs, three songs to catch me real good. And then I will listen to those two songs or three songs and then eventually go back and listen to a couple of songs to get it straight. So that's what I do with new artists. That's what I did with Kendrick. Um, if I'm already fucking with you, at that time I was fucking with Kanye, I'm going to listen to your album. And if it sucks, I'm going to put that shit down. I'm going to put it down for about two, three weeks and then I'll come back to it again. And if it sucks that second time, 
It's either going out the window while I'm driving down the highway or there's going to be somebody on the side, on the corner begging for some money and I'm going to give them a CD. <laughs> because they could listen to that shit <laughs> and pass their time with it. Um, But I'm not. I'm not. like I don't listen to an album three, four, or five times to try to catch it. Um, and I've never had to, to like an artist. Um, let me see. I tried to give, I think it was the Carter, the Carter four is what I, no, it was Carter three. Cause the Carter three leak was better than the Carter three. And that's why I couldn't <laughs> carry on with Wayne. Um, and it was just, and it wasn't his fault. So when the Carter Four came out, I listened to it again, and still didn't fuck with it. So I, I don't, I haven't listened to. I think I did listen to the Carter Five. I can't lie, one time. Um, but I'm not. I think I think I'm past Wayne now. Like, but and that's because I grew up with Young Wayne. I grew up a young Wayne thinking I was going to be Wayne's competition growing up. <laughs> I sure did get fucked on that one uh, as far as my thoughts go. <laughs> but uh, listening to Lil Wayne, uh, we go from the block is hot, the block is hot, the block is hot. <laughs> but he didn't curse. Um, and the whole hot boy stuff. I was a big Wayne fan. I was a more of a Turk fan, but it was Turk than Wayne. Um, and then when the hot boy split up, it was still Wayne lights out, lights out, mask on, crease silent, and stop playing. Nigga, get understood if you really understood when you went on the hood. That that shit. Um, fuck with me nah. They can't fuck with me nah. Uh, fuck with me nah. They can't fuck with me nah. I lo- I love that shit, boy. I was in the navy. I was basically doing push ups and sit ups on a ship outside of countries, getting ready to. Send missiles, stuff like that. <laughs> so that's what I did on that ship, on those ships, or whatever I was doing. Um, and then after lights out, we had 500 degrees where he tried to uh, come at juvenile. And at that time, I was like, oh, dope, yo, this this shit, this shit is doper than juvenile shit. This shit is doper than juvenile shit. And then I started listening to the shit. <laughs> 400 degrees was 400 degrees and the G code were classes. The 400 degrees juvenile came out with the best album he ever could come out with, with 400 degrees. And then the G code came right behind it. Almost right. Exact there. Project English was, it was a tier below, but it was still good. And then, basically, after he left Cash Money, I think things just changed. So, he had to go prove something. They didn't have Manny Fresh with him. So, and Manny Fresh deserves, uh, I don't know, the hip-hop change to the whole generation plaque of the year with a whole bunch of money. He, he deserves everything. The boy's a legend. And by boy, I mean grown-ass man because he was – about as old as I am now when he came out. <laughs> but um, that's the way I treat my artists, man. Like, 
So Kendrick to me is a new artist. I did like Damn. I just I'm at the time of my life I'm not listening to a bunch of music because I'm in the middle of a huge transition of my life. Like I go from being a full time entertainer to being a full time dad and trying to make sure that I can keep doing the things I want to do in entertainment, but I don't have to chase bags. So I make a bunch of calculated decisions now to where I don't have to go chase a bag because I make money doing something else easily. So I could go get a bachelor's degree, get a master's degree, get a doctor's degree, continue to do music on my own at my own pace build the infrastructure I want to build at my own pace and then basically don't have to go around out and get a bag. So with that, I had to stop listening to a whole bunch of music because while I listen to music, I ain't getting shit done because I'm all in my head. And music is more work to me because I was I do a lot of producing and when you produce music, it's work. When you listen to a regular song, it's like, oh, shit, I would have did this with it. I would have did that with it. That's why when I'm in the studio, <laughs> I don't like people to come in the studio and go play music. If I'm in the studio doing something like a podcast or if I'm doing something like homework or if I'm painting and stuff, well, I could do it while painting and stuff like that, but I can't have people in the studio working when I'm working because my work goes over to what they're doing. I can't sit my ass down and do it. So, but Kendrick Lamar's coming out with a new album this year. Probably Eminem's coming out with a new album this year. Snoop Dogg got an album out this year. <laughs> Hopefully, that third feature that Andre did is for Dr. Dre on Detox, because I'm really hoping Detox dropped this year. And... <laughs> I don't want to speculate too much. We know Kendrick's coming out. There's a high chance Eminem's coming out. Snoop is already out. I really want that Detox album to come out. Dre, you don't have us wait. So we had to wait 10 years for the second album. You put Comp them out. Comp them. Comp, comp ton. Why do I do that? I think that's that Southern slang. You, you you put Compton out. Um, shit. That's been a good five years or so. Um, But that's not Detox because Compton is a compilation album. <laughs> Go ahead and put Detox out so we can stay off your ass. And don't say that you're going to put another album out. So you got Chronic, Chronic 2001, Detox. <laughs> and go ahead and put that out. Hopefully Andre's on that bitch. Yeah, he go swag it out. What's your, what's y'all's favorite Andre song? Somebody uh send me a how to oh y'all can reach me on Twitter. Um, hit me up on Twitter, Holiday Four Thousand, and let me know what is your favorite Andre Three Thousand song. Cause <clears throat> I'm thinking right now. So there's two. Albums I really love of his and um, Big Boys. 
Um, I like the double album. Everybody likes the double album on Love Below. I ain't gonna say everybody. I heard someone say they didn't like it. I immediately disowned them for like 12 minutes, but I came back around because it was Bunny Jones. <laughs> and I have to respect most of his opinions um, because I do respect most of his opinions. Um, uh, and, and this wasn't face-to-face. This was on one of his podcasts. I had to pause the podcast for about 12 minutes, and then I came back. Um, Love Below... And then that's Idlewild. So my favorite song, because I feel like all them songs is personal, but you got to understand, Andre did did a song about the fear of time called Chronometrophobia. <laughs> like, he, he thinks of stuff. Um, but my favorite song out of everything is because... Um, I had a motorcycle accident and basically had to learn how to walk again. Was in, in like this this rut. Um, my motorcycle accident was in December. And I wanted to do something very, very, very special for my wife. Um, but I wasn't supposed to be moving around. So um, without her knowing about it, if I remember correctly, it was without her knowing about it. I limped downstairs, caned myself to the stove, got some flowers, got some bubbly, got some chocolates, came in the house, set it up, told my wife to come downstairs. She thought I was sitting there watching TV the whole time. But no, I just turned the computer on because it was Valentine's Day. And played the song Happy Valentine's Day from Andre 3000. Because that is basically my favorite song of his. Because of what it what it does. What it means. Um, what, it, what, what I did with it at that time. And <laughs> y'all should have seen me dancing with the cane. When I was barely able to put weight on either one of my legs. Because of what I did was. It's called the open book fracture. Look it up. Um. And open book, yeah, you could look it up. <laughs> but my favorite song of his would be that one. Um, I have a few songs that I really, really, really like. That's like my top. If I have to pick twenty songs to go sit on the island with, and none of those are Eminem songs, because <laughs> um, it will be um, I like roses. But it would definitely be Valentine's Day. It would be Vibrate. It would be Pretty Pink, Baby Blue. It would be a good note. No, it's. I think that song is called A Bad Note. A Bad Note. A bad note and a bad note. If it's a good note, 
forgot how that part goes. But yeah, um, a bad note. Um, Idlewild Blue. People, don't you worry about me. Oh, oh, evil. Don't get worried about me. Well, I want to shoot you down in this town, yeah. I like that shit. <laughs> so, um, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's one of the only radio release songs that I did not lose love for when it came out. Like, um... Because most time when people play songs over the radio over and over and over again, if I'm listening to the radio, I don't want to listen to that shit. When I listen to the album, I don't want to listen to the shit because it's been all over the radio. Hey, y'all. Nah, I listen to that shit all day. <laughs> As I said before, chronometrophobia. Um, yeah, he just, he, he got songs, man. The the vibrate song that I mentioned is about masturbating. Sometimes when it's late, when it's late at night, and you have no one to talk to, here's what you do. You go through that raggedy cell phone two or three times. Tracy ain't home. Tina ain't home. Guess what? The love below starts talking to ya. See, I ain't got no uh, effects on my voice. So, don't get mad. (laughs) Alright, so something else uh, this week that's going on. Let's, let's talk about Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Distraction Podcast Where the discussion happens I'm your host, Holiday, and there are my conversationalists Dre and Heavy D We are brought to you by the Distraction Network You can download our podcast at www.distractionnetwork.com Or send out a tweet and let them know how you love us at distract underscore net you can also email us at distractionnetwork at gmail.com and or like us on Facebook at distractnet. All right, now all the red tables out the way. Let's go get it. All right, next subject. What the fuck is Nick Cannon doing? How many kids you need, bro? Damn. All right, let's go to something else. What's up? It's Heavy D. Every podcast, we want to come to you with topics that you want to hear about, but that's just it. We don't know what you want to hear about unless you let us know on Facebook at DistractNet, on Twitter at Distract underscore net, on our website, www.distractionnetwork.com, or email us at thedistractionnetwork at gmail.com. All right. Other than Nick Cannon's dick, what else is up? (laughs) No homo. Alright, so we got something going on for real though. We have oppression. It's starting to come back. <laughs> and everyone's laughing at it. Um, I'm laughing at it. But I know what's really going on. Because I've seen this before. Not because I've been old as fuck, but because 
I pay attention to history because history, as far as everybody says, history repeats itself. It does not repeat itself. It rhymes. And it has bars. Big bars, motherfucker. So, (laughs) one thing you guys need to pay attention to is how the Nazis came into power. Sure, everybody like to say Hitler was just a cool motherfucker to some people and then he surprised everybody with his charisma and then once he took power he decided that he wanted to start a whole Aryan race and fuck Jews. Right. That That's not really what happened. What really happened was Hitler grew up a certain way. He grew up kind of I mean he wasn't poor but he wanted to change some things. When Hitler was young, he started a rebellion. Didn't go well for him. Um, he got captured. And I think he served 18 months in like a penthouse somewhere. Well, he couldn't leave the compound, but basically it was a luxury um, compound. So basically, he was uh, printing on Michael Jackson in their compounds for 18 months. During that time, he did what every motherfucker that go to jail does. Got smarter about his crimes. Got out because they did no kind of actual punishment to him other than said, you can't leave this compound. He actually came out stronger than he was when he went in was able to get a stronger army, was able to get some good allies up in America, over in Italy, everywhere. So when he was coming to power, a lot of governments was backing him up anyway. American government was one of them. And as he came into power, He told a lot of jokes and had a lot of good charisma. And no one took him seriously. He was saying fuck Jews for a long time. Nobody really took him seriously until he got the power to do it. After QAnon and Donald Trump and MAGA all got together and collaborated, they tried to cool the country. Everybody laughed. (laughs) Uh, It was about 80,000 people that attacked America. And I didn't look up the numbers since the podcast that I put the numbers out there. But a whole year after January the 6th, there was less than 80 people that did time in jail. Um. And I think the number was less than, I'm going to say less than 30. I think it was somewhere around 22. I think it was somewhere around less than 20, but we're going to say less than 30. People that did more than 14 days. So as you can see, uh, after that happened, we still got Donald Trump sitting down in Mar-a-Lago, chilling, getting stronger, right? And... 
There's a lot of things going on right now. I mean, there's no way if you're not already set up that you're going to, that everyone is going to be able to get set up before the collapse. However, a lot of this stuff is distractions, right? Um, they're trying to tell women they can't do what they want to do with their bodies. Uh, that's already a lost cause. That was a lost cause once they set the Supreme Court up. Um, y'all might as well, women, you might as well go ahead and start moving the states that's going <laughs> that's, that's to take care of you. And do understand there's, just like, um, well, we're, we're still on subject for a while. This whole critical race theory thing is just a distraction. They know it's no such thing for critical race theory to be taught in primary elementary schools, middle school, or even high schools. Even you could get a bachelor's degree not know what critical race theory is. You can go get a postgrad degree, and if it's not in the right category, not in the right subject line, not in the right field, you're not going to know what CRT is. I am in a doctorate program for computer information technology, cybersecurity, and information insurance. I'm in a doctorate program for that. I knew about CRT only because <laughs> I bumped into it one time reading about history. And I, I went down a rabbit hole and had to come out of that rabbit hole Um but that was in that was way before I got married. <laughs> I was like two thousand six or seven, um, doing my five percent journey. So they already know. They know what it is. They just wanna they're still owning the libs, is what they wanna do. They wanna get you riled up so that you can be distracted, so that they can continue to do stuff. Um just like this math stuff. Y'all know it's silly. Y'all know this math stuff is silly. We laughing, and then we move on about it. But let me tell you what's going on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, you have big business buying land. <clears throat> you have autonomous machines being placed in businesses you have businesses claiming that they can't hire people and refusing to pay people in accordance to inflation inflation went up 12 percent dog you should be getting if you were getting paid 725 in 2013 or seven twenty five and two when 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 I think Obama erased it to seven twenty five in two thousand eight or something two thousand nine ten eleven twelve one of them. Um, if you was getting paid seven twenty five now, the power of the American dollar has been so diluted. You need about thirty dollars per hour now. So if you were getting seven twenty five back in two thousand twelve, you need about thirty dollars now. They refuse to pay you that. Meanwhile, they're going around buying up these buildings, claiming they can't make people work, they can't find people to work, um, buying land out in the country, 
building apartments out in the country, uh, trying to make it so you guys can't stop having kids, charging y'all out the wazoo for stuff like gas and food. What you guys need to do, I don't care if you, in black culture, we used to laugh at Mexicans that ride around 12 to a truck, um, live three families in a house. Three families of like five people to a house. You know what I'm saying? We used to laugh at that growing up. Um, we kind of probably should go and do that shit for a little while and stack some bread up and go buy land. <laughs> Take that land, build a nice big fence around it, and plant you some crops. Find out how to install solar panels. I'm not saying live off the grid. What I'm saying is, you probably need to learn to be self-sufficient. Because if you don't get your ass self-sufficient very soon, you're going to be spending every single penny that you have. And the wage gap, wealth gap, and everything's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. It's getting to the point now, if, you don't, if you're not making six figures, you're not even, if you're not making six figures, you can't even, people that make six figures are living like people that made $40,000 back when I graduated high school. I graduated high school 22 years ago. Inflation has been crazy. Every since 2016, (laughs) 2017 is when the laws actually started changing. I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old, but I've looked through history. I've never seen a four year mark where inflation has jumped as high as it's jumped. You guys need to get yourselves together. Go have fun. Have some fun. Laugh at the shit that's funny because a lot of this shit really is funny. Meanwhile, don't get distracted. I mean, listen to distraction. Listen to the whole network. Do not get distracted. If you are living penny to penny, if you have family members living penny to penny, oh, I'm finish this though. If you have family members living penny to penny, can't afford to eat, take them motherfuckers in. If you are living penny to penny and someone takes you in, help them out. It's going to be a hard four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years um, because it's going to get worse for everybody. Um, we have a lot of things we need to change. Um, <laughs> Buster Rhymes had his album called Anarchy. He put he put it out twenty years too early <laughs> because right now is when it's starting to go down. There's been a lot of stories, and I've seen a lot of uh, over the past. Well, we'll just talk about this year. Over, we are in April. I have seen. And I don't go to the store often. And when I go to the store, it's not that many people at the store. But I have been at stores at least five times this year so far where 
someone is trying to buy groceries. I'm talking about five, ten, fifteen dollars worth of groceries. Trying to buy it, cards don't work because they ain't got no money. And a lot of people now trying to say, and I say a lot of people, but most people are thinking these are scams. Oh, they're just trying to scam you out some money. They're trying to get you to buy their groceries for them. If they're going through that much, sitting there crying, screaming and hollering because their cards don't work, they don't know how they're going to eat, they could scam me. I mean, I personally have not paid for anybody to get food yet um, because I do what I do and I keep moving. However, I know it's out there. And if I need to, I am. There's been every time someone else has stepped up and paid for the stuff for them, though. But I know what's going on. I read what's going on. I see what's going on. And I'm watching this wealth gap get bigger and bigger. And we are coming out of a pandemic where motherfuckers didn't have jobs for two years and they could not go to work because they were going to get it's a high chance you're gonna die like who wants to go out there and work when you know there's a chance that because you said fuck it i'm gonna go out there and work you're gonna die that happened a lot (laughs) we lost hundreds of thousands of people if not millions of people due to covid19 one disease because nobody wanted to sit their ass home we lost so many people there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there right now that watch their loved ones die and then you expect them to go to work without a mask on because of what that shit is scary that shit is scary but these people can't they don't have jobs they can't work um, now they go out there and try to find a job. You got stuff like people saying, oh, like businesses saying, not hiring. You go in there and say, yes, you can start next week for seven twenty. No, no, we'll, we'll be realistic for $12 an hour. However, we have to get the bill in for you. So we, we're not billeted to actually hire you yet. So you can start next week if the billets come in. But if they don't come in, then it's going to be like um, three days after that. And then three days after that, they go, oh, it didn't come in yet. Uh, Give us a call on Monday. And next thing you know, you're hired to a job that you can't go to and work because they're not built to hire anyone yet. They just have you as a potential name on the payroll. Or you go to a job and they say we need you to work 18 hour shifts not realistic 10 hour shifts 5 days a week Um, on your day off we might call you in and we're gonna pay you $10 an hour bruh <laughs> $12 an hour Thirteen, and I just told you, if if you're not making thirty dollars an hour, you cannot even do what seven twenty five used to do 
2012. So you're asking grown people. <laughs> and these ain't even low-level jobs. You're asking grown people to work for 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, $15 an hour. It's whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> guys, as um, Childish Gambino said, you need to stay woke. There's a lot of things going on right now, um, and you got to do what you got to do to survive. Don't hop through my window, please, because I shoot. But um, <laughs> we need to be a little bit more humane and band together. And work things out with each other so that we can get to the next steps. Black people, we always, and I'm, I'm just going to talk to the black people right now. Black people, we always want to do things on our own. I'm a, I'm, I've done that. I am part of that. I like to do things on my own. I've gotten to where I got to today, and I could honestly say, um, about 80% of this shit that I did, I did on my own. And then I realized I've been doing the shit the wrong way the whole time. You're not supposed to do shit by yourself. I could have been way farther off than I am now if I would have assembled a team, found people who are like interests, and worked with those people. Instead, I assembled a team, tried to make people be who there wasn't, and then learned my lesson from that. And my lesson was do the shit by yourself. You have all these skill sets. Why don't you just do it by yourself? You could build websites. You are a cybersecurity expert. You can make beats. You're probably still the best rapper in South Carolina. <laughs> you, you could do so much you could create artwork on the internet you could build you could make your own clothes you could design clothes do the shit do do everything yourself be your own person and i can but it's definitely the wrong way to go if you need help ask for help go look to your family members ask for help and again don't ask me because i have family members and i will help my family members before I help anybody else. And friends, family members and friends before I help anybody else. I don't even donate. I don't donate to stores or anything anymore because uh, when they say, hey, give $10 to, I mean, do you want to donate your extra change for this cause? No, because what these stores do is they take their money that you just gave to them that you can't write off on the taxes because you have no proof that you gave it to them. They take all that change, put it together, and make a donation in the name of the store, and then use that whole donation for a tax write-off. So you are the reason why that store get all together. You are the reason that store gets a $20,000 tax write-off for that year for one donation. Keep your money. Take that same 20, 30, 40 cents. Go put it in the bucket. 
if you or a family member has problems, that's your donation. And you can gift it and write it off. <laughs> Bump that. Um, that's That's all I have to talk about this week, man. If you want to listen to anything that I do, or you want to follow me, or you want to check out my new projects, or you want to just sit on the sideline and wait until all this music comes out this year, or you want to follow my studio. My studio is about to be banging. We just painted this bitch. It looks beautiful. You are beautiful, studio, no matter what they say. Songs can't bring me down. No, no fizzle either. That's my natural voice, boy. Y'all love that. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Alright, you can follow everything I do at www.distractionnetwork.com. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you. And again, I made a statement over to the uh black people. But that's for everybody. Everybody. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you because um, that's what you should do. Take care of your community. Until next time, take care. Be safe. Holla!